0: As we continue, it's 12 minutes past the hour of 8 o'clock. I, I think about uh, hidden figures and the, the mathematicians, mm-hmm. the wonderful black ladies who. Now you know we've got a rover on Mars, and it all started with the with these black women. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering. Uh, I, I believe that we that there's only one black female entrepreneur who's developed a video game company owned by a black woman in the world, and her name is Jules Porter. She is with us right now. Why a video game company when you've got advanced degrees in things that don't seem like they direct yourself to video gaming? (laughs) Well, good morning. Thank you guys for having me. Yes, uh, degrees in aeronautics and theology. (laughs) How does that lead to owning a video game enterprise? (laughs)
1: Well, it all comes from just a passion for social justice. I mean, Minnesota is my hometown, Mm -hmm. and we've seen so many tragedies here, right? We had Jamar Clark, Flannel Castillo, George Floyd, and then so many others whose names didn't make, you know, the the national and world news, global news. Um, But I realized that, especially when I went to law school, that it's going to take more than changing laws and changing policies in order to build the empathy required to pull racism and things like that out of people's hearts. Because it's so entrenched in there Um, And so I realized that in media It just shows a lot of black people Being gangsters, villains, thugs, mobsters And especially in the video game industry That's how we're constantly portrayed Mm -hmm. Like over 80% of black youth play video games Only 3% of the characters look like like us And they're all basically villains With some level of moral deficiency We never have true heroes It's a part of changing how people perceive us Especially after that officer who killed Mike Brown Said that Mike Brown looked like a demon And for some reason, that justified in people's minds that he could kill this teenager. And that just really hit me that we need to get people to see us as human beings. I mean, that's extremely important. And perhaps this video game mechanism, which is the closest we have to walking through another person's shoes, um, can really help keep some covert cultural competency and build some empathy and start showing people we're more alike than we are different while they're having a good time.
0: What an interesting concept when uh, millennials and Gen X's are the ones who are buying these games and using it. So the name of the company is 7 Studios. Where did the name come from, Jules Porter?
1: Oh, man, the name came from the book of Isaiah. I, uh, so that, that's how my theology degree kind of comes into play. All right. Um, so in the book of Isaiah, the year King Uzziah died, Isaiah had this grand vision of heaven. So he went up to heaven, he saw the seraphim flying around the throne of God, singing, Holy, Holy, Holy of the Lord God Almighty and they sung with such zeal that they shook the foundations of heaven so isaiah was afraid he's like what in the world is going on right one of the seraphim sees that isaiah is afraid flies over to the fires of heaven pulls out a living coal goes over to isaiah and anoints his lips and then when god says who shall i send isaiah is no longer afraid and he says here i am lord send me mm. and from that story what i see is that the seraphim they have such great passion and zeal for what they do but they also have a passion and a kind of an insight for helping other people find and step into their calling, which is exactly what my company is because in addition to making these video games that show more black and brown folks as really positive heroes um, showing more of our stories, we're also teaching kids how to make video games themselves and giving them tools for the global economy. So my, my company also has a three-year applied advanced team program for high school students um, to teach them everything from 3D modeling to animation, a coding language, the development engine, some architecture, just all the things that go into making a video
2: game so that they're going to be highly employable once they graduate um, in the tech industry. That's a beautiful thing. So I see that you're currently developing. I'm not sure how far into the development you are. Uh, Your first game is called Ultimate Elder Battle Royale. Can you talk about what that game is and what is it all about? Yeah, that's an awesome game. Have you ever played Mortal Kombat? Oh, absolutely. Or like I Street played. Fighter? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so this is like
1: Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter, but with old people who have superpowers. Oh. Okay.
0: Hold up, hold <laughs> up, hold up, hold up. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It, it's with who?
2: She said old people. <laughs>
0: Yeah,
1: these are old folks. I think my youngest, my youngest uh, character is 75.
2: Wow.
1: Um, They're old. So it's like, it's basically like, what if Batman and Superman retired, right? They're in a retirement home, but they're still trying to fight crime. They have underground fight club. Mm -hmm. So the game is absolutely hilarious. But, you know, the goals in this game is that. One, my characters are all older, so that's a diversity that we don't see. And, you know, old people, they just say whatever. So, like, it's really fun. All my voice <laughs> actors are elders. So they just say, I just say, keep talking. We're going to keep the tape rolling. Um, but also, half of my roster are going to be women, and that's almost unheard of in a fighting game. Mm-hmm. You usually only get one or two women. Mm-hmm. And also, my roster is full of melanin, okay? So it's not just the one or two mm-hmm. uh, black fighters that you choose from a dance fighter or a boxer. So, you're going to get perspectives, um, from, from black and brown folks from all across the globe, as well as white people, because it's a truly multicultural lineup, uh, of characters, of places that we don't really see people from. For instance, one of my characters, his name is Manny, he's actually an albino superhero, uh, from the Serengeti. And so, when I actually tested this character out last year, I got so much love from, uh, Tanzania, uh, uh, Kenya, and, uh, Fiji.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So, they loved him. So, I got like over 400,000. Um, hits and, uh, like, a ton of likes and ton of comments in Swahili, so I had to use Google Translate to figure out what they were telling me. <laughs> so there's so much love. So it seems people really want characters who they can relate to who look like them. I even have a character from Mississippi. She's a speed racer. You know, she's amazing. Her name is Miss wow. Billy. Yeah, I named her after Billy Holiday, Mahalia Jackson, and Roma Rudolph. Her name is Billy Mahalia Rudolph. Oh, my goodness. And so just putting a little bit of history in the characters, and it also is showing like, you know, the voice actor from Miss Billy is from a little town called Progress, Mississippi. So just highlighting little places that, you know, black people are from but that, you know, a lot of people outside of that may not know about.
2: What consoles are these games gonna be played on? What where can you find them? So I'll actually be the first black woman to release a game on Playstation, Xbox and Nintendo.
0: Wow. All right. Wow. That's what I'm talking yeah,
1: about. Yeah. So these are console games, mm. and if it does really well, then I'll release the PC port later on. But I'm building it primarily for consoles right now. Nice.
0: So you've got these positive images coming out uh, with these superheroes, and, and it's happening like in the next few days, correct?
2: Well, this year, my game should release this year. This it's year. Goal.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Listen, so, wait, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I
2: just this I have to highlight this. This is amazing. So the elder battle game uh, is going to feature voice actors from local Minnesota retirement homes and elder communities. That yeah, is so amazing. that was
1: the goal before COVID. So now with COVID, it's a little harder to, to get all my voice actors from retirement homes. But that was definitely my plan before COVID wow. hit. That's amazing.
0: Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. This is a. But lucrative, they are still elders. Really lucrative industry that you're in. Uh, somebody coming into the gaming industry, a programmer, talk about the income that could be made.
1: <laughs> yeah, <it's>, uh, <laughs> and I say that because people don't realize how much money is in the video game industry. Mm-hmm. The video game industry is bigger than television. It's bigger than uh, film, and it's bigger than sports worldwide. It's a 164 billion dollar industry. Uh, so a mid-tier developer like me, and the tiers are kind of based upon how uh, high-quality your graphics are and about how, how big is your game, like the scope of the game, and also like how big is the team working on the game. So my game is a mid-tier company, so we're not like the AAA developers. But uh, the quality of the graphics are kind of photorealistic, so it's a little higher than like a pure indie game. Um, and so in that kind of tier... The average revenue the first year after a game is a range of uh, thirty million dollars to three hundred million dollars.
0: Claude, mm. have mercy. Um,
1: in the first year, yeah. So, That's so there's it. there's a lot of money to be made. And my thing is like there needs to be more Black people in this industry. I think sometimes we have a fear or maybe a mental block when it comes to coding or when it comes to tech or STEAM, mm-hmm. and I just want to show people that, man, you can so work through that. You mm-hmm. can learn a programming language in six months. You just have to put in the time. Mm-hmm. So I'm hopefully, I can help increase you know, the competency and the confidence of our students so that we have more people like, yeah, I can do this, and just seeing how cool it is to manifest your, imag- your imagination through math um, and through coding, through science, mm-hmm. it's so amazing. And it's not as hard as people think it is. You just have to sit down and start doing it.
0: That's right. Jules Porter, we're just about out of time. She's the creator of Seraph 7 Studios. What would you say to young people who listen to this show? They're listening to you right now and they're going, oh my goodness. What would be your word of advice? And how can we, and the second part of that question, how can we get in touch with the games that you have available now?
3: Awesome.
1: So my word of advice is not only to keep moving forward, but when you think about fear, you need to think about it as face everything and rise. You know, don't let it don't let it get you down. Keep moving forward. Look at obstacles as opportunities to just become better. Mm-hmm. And then one of my favorite quotes is, "Who will stop me?" So just think about that. Who's going to stop me? Mm-hmm. Go for it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and when it comes to finding my game, it's uh, seraph7studios.com.
0: That's S E R A P H. The number 7studios.com. Mm-hmm. I ha- got it. I have you- to
2: highlight. I'm sorry. I just have to highlight because I'm looking at all of these games that she has. Mm-hmm. And the one that's standing out to me the most, there's some awesome ones that are coming out. But it's I'm, I don't know where you are with this one, uh, Jules. But late 2027 says there's going to be a, a virtual reality game called Harriet. Yeah,
1: called Harriet. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's going to be awesome. It's horror survival. So it's like you, it, I want it to be like you are running from folks in the underground jungle, running from dogs making Whoa. decisions that affect what happens to folks yes. um, and the goal is can you make it from the south to the north without anybody dying without having to kill anybody uh, it's going to be a really uh, intense game uh. um, but I also want there to be some moments of, of joy and happiness and things like that but I want to show this is why this woman belongs at minimum on the $20 bill okay mm, Harriet wow. Tubman is a true American hero
0: mm. <laughs> so exciting so inspiring Jules Porter Mm. the owner and creator of 7 Seraph 7 Studios thank you for inspiring us and inspiring a nation on KMLJ
2: thank you guys for having me Our yes pleasure. yes yes seraph7studios.com again s e r a p h the number 7 studios.com is where you can find more information this Harriet game looks like is going to be something else. You actually have to have stealth, wit, speed, and also uh, players must decide whom they will trust, whom they will save, and how they will escape as Harriet Tubman in this virtual reality game. So this is going to be hit coming at you,
0: real, real, like. And I like it, this featuring women. Yes. Strong black women. Yes. Come on now.
2: And seeing some of the and the superhero that she has for this elder battle. I don't know if you can see it from here, but she is banging. (laughs) She's older, but she's fit. She's ready to go. She's got powers. Her name is Supersonic. All right. I love this. I am so, so amazed. Thank you so much, Jules.
0: 23 past the hour. Larry Fitzgerald is next.